Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Noodling with Josh. For those who are tuning in for the first time, my name is Josh. This is my podcast where I get to interview fun, cool people. Today's guest is very fun and a very cool person and someone I wanted to interview for some time. Schedules lined up. Wonderful. Everybody meet Andy Veronica. Andy Veronica and I have been friends for approximately eight years um, and Again, it's a podcast, so I shouldn't be so visual, but I said friends with quotation marks. We have been friends in the sense that we met, became Facebook friends, and for the past eight years, we've followed each other's lives, and I might be assuming much, I'll have to ask Andy, um, but it's just kind of like you followed each other's lives and you've seen what they've turned into over the past eight years. And Andy's been someone who is an incredibly cool person. She, uh, if you don't follow her, can be found on all of the major socials at uh, Andy Veronica, and um, man, I am going to do a really bad job trying to describe her. You're just going to have to keep listening and hear her describe herself. She is a wonderful person. I am super stoked to have her on the show, and without further ado, hit the theme. everybody and welcome to another episode of noodling with josh i have a wonderful guest in the studio today i say studio every time but again it's just it's a studio the, thank you it's a studio. I, that's really what i'm looking for is i'm looking for that uh affirmation of this is a studio <laughs> i mean I have, a studio couch could, oh well mm, that's mm. maybe the wrong image but <laughs> yeah correct it is a big black couch it is just sitting there <laughs> next to my desk okay well, we're going to skip past this. <laughs> I didn't even get to introduce you yet. Andy, what's going on? Thank you for coming on to New Little with Josh. What's up? Thanks for having me. Again, thanks for coming on. So this is not only the first time you've recorded a podcast, but this will potentially be the first time you listen to a podcast. 100%. Never even listened to one before. That's amazing. Or been on one or anything. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. So, um, but you, and we're going to jump all over the place because cool. my brain, I don't have linear thought. Um, you're no stranger to performance though. So hold the mic isn't. Yeah, no, not really. I was in front of the camera for like yeah. six, seven years. Doing what? Modeling and doing all that stuff mm-hmm. and doing little like commercials and stuff here and there. Yeah. But now I'm super awkward in front of the camera. I'm like, I love Ugh. It. <laughs> there's no camera, so you yeah, have so to I'm better that it. way. You, no, you just talk. You get to pet Robbie, our producer, and talk to <laughs> the mic. It's the easiest thing. Yeah. Oh, Robbie, good boy. Um, so. I want to start up by saying, like, again, thank you for coming to the studio, but my favorite way to start um, these interviews is, is basically ask the question that, is I was curious to me, uh, when we first met, what was your first impression? And what was the story of when we first met? Because oh I know it from my point of view. I can't even remember. When did we first meet? I feel like it's been so long. I'm going to give you clues. Okay. Okay. And then you pick up as soon as you remember. Joey Siaglia. Oh my God, that's right, yeah, Joey. Yeah. Throwback. Holy shit, I knew that would trigger right. it. So we met at. Oh man, I was working for a startup called Price Falls, out in Las Vegas. I'd been here for a couple of years, and I started um, this little offshoot called Price Falls Events. 
and we sold um, tickets to events. Oh my God, I remember all of this. So <laughs> we were approached by Joey saying that he had this event coming up where there's a someone coming to Vegas and he wants to sell experiences. And we actually hosted part of the experience weekend at our CEO's father's house. And Joey was in charge of it. And I believe he hired you. Yep. To, to what, like be a waitress? Be... I was like a waitress, a bartender, a cocktail, yeah. and I was only 15. Yeah, you're just straight up bouncing <laughs> around. And I was super like, young. Joey, I don't, I don't well, we'll skip that. Yeah. You don't want to get Joey in trouble or anything. But no, um, that was literally, I think, the first time we met. Yeah. And it was eight years ago. Holy shit. Yeah. Isn't that hilarious? Dude, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Just to think back on? Like... Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so what was your ex- first experience? Mm. Or first recollection of our. Like, I just remember, I'm like, this guy is super happy and he's super freaking cool. I like him. <laughs> you were just like way friendly, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm just some little 15 year old and trying to act like I'm 21 right now, but I'm not. And you were super cool to me. <laughs> I was just like, I don't, let's go. Come on. I don't know what we're doing. And you're let's... like, okay, let's do this. And I was like, all right, let's go, let's go. We were both kind of like, and, and so. Th- the event was, oh man, I'm gonna have to Google it. It real was quick. like some like musician guy, and some musician. It was like all these like middle aged women oh, that man. were fucking stoked they, to spend oh. time with. And he like, I forgot who he was, but he like thought he was the hottest shit. It was okay. I um, where is it? Christian Kane. Yeah. So he was on a show called Leverage. Oh. Which I've accidentally watched a bunch of times. Everyone has. And um, he was this character called Elliot Spencer. And then he also, Christian Kane was also like a musician. Okay. Because you remember he brought his guitar and had like yeah. an acoustic set? After dinner, that was a weird night. It was so weird. That was a whole... Dude, he totally like messaged me too. Like after that whole thing. And I was like, bro, I'm like 15. Please. Like it was weird. It's kind of awkward. That That whole event, now that I'm looking back. Damn it, Joey. It was funny, though. Like, to think it was about. fun. It was, it was, and I had a good time, met so many cool people. That was, man, that's crazy. Those are used. Okay, so I apologize. I uh, skipped right past the rules. Oh, shit. We just portion. went into it. So um, let me run through the rules. And we've actually been interrupted. My phone went off. Oh. Okay, and so that's unfortunately rule one. Gotta do a thingy. We do. So rule one for the podcast is if we're interrupted, you have to take a shot. Rule two is if I ask something or if we get into like a tangent and we don't know where it's going, our safe word basically is Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. I made it something specific, so if I say it a lot, they'll send me some. It's my favorite French onion. Yeah, it's it's a work in progress. Hashtag sponsor him. Hashtag sponsored. <laughs> and then the third rule is that you have to retweet or you have to post. So I'll send you the link to your event and you have to tweet about it. Oh, sweet. Of course, right? Facebook sure. post, Instagram post. Okay. Miss super popular on Instagram. Ah, uh, no. So we're going to pause. <laughs> what do you mean, no? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. We're going to pause really quick. We got to fill up a shot because we were interrupted. And I think Robbie has a business meeting, a.k.a. the bathroom. So we will be right back. All right, so we're back. We have our, um, it's been a, we've actually, that Malibu has been used quite a few times on this show. Really? Yeah, so Malibu and Cokes for the both of us. Hell Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Ding, yep. <laughs> oh, man. I think oh. it's one of the things that I can drink a, a, enough of and not make that weird, like, <laughs> no. Or it's like Jack. I'm like straight. Cool. Anywho. <laughs> um, okay, so 
we met. You were doing an event for Price Falls. Um, you've we've been basically Facebook friends for eight years, yeah. and we've kept in touch, and we've you know Always, all yeah. doing cool shit. But this is like the longest we've hung out in what eight years? Long time. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I saw your life is beautiful, and we're like, hey, hey, we're both like kind of fucked up, like cool, see you later. Yeah, I know, right? Like you gotta. <laughs> That, I think that happened probably three years in a row. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and don't forget, talk right down the mic. Sorry. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. If you got to do one of these, like the whole... Um, Where it's like which, hanging. Yeah, what, what rapper does that? Anyways. <laughs> Man, my references are off today. Um, no, so, but I've seen you do a lot of stuff. Yeah. And that's one of the things where like, that's I love Facebook for that. It's <laughs> like you've, you can like almost chart what people are doing. Oh, yeah. Because... After we met, I believe you started doing stuff and became or were running for Miss Nevada. Oh, man, the pageant times. Tell yeah. me about that. Oh. I had so many questions, but it was so badass watching. Okay, questions, go. What do you want to ask? So the pageant stuff mm-hmm. it is everything that, like, on TV and in movies, like... 100% true. 100% true. 100%. Oh, man. And, like, I'm super... Like, I was the chick who's, like... Wearing all black with spikes yeah. and like fucking metal goth type status. Well, your thing and the thing that like that set you apart was that you were also motocross. Mm-hmm. I was racing it. at the time. You were racing motocross and running for Miss Nevada. Yeah. What was that like? What would like what? Why? Why um, those two things? They're on the opposite sides of the spectrum. I've always been like that. And I think yeah. I don't remember why exactly I did it. I thought it would help me with modeling a lot, mm-hmm. doing Miss Nevada. So first mm-hmm. I ran for Miss Teen Nevada. Okay. Because yeah. I was under 18, so I did that. Yeah. And I think I just thought it was going to help me with my modeling. And I was like, fuck it. I'm not a pageant girl, but I'm going to be a fucking pageant girl. Why can't like, I? I'm do this Yeah. Shit. Yeah, because I remember you leaning into the motocross stuff. Mm-hmm. And you had, like, the photos that you would take for pageant weren't the normal photos. They were, like, badass. I was, like, like, on, for the Miss Nevada, that was the year after. Yeah. I was on, like, this fucking beautiful, like, silver glitter gown on my dirt bike. I, that, and I remember that specific (laughs) moment because it was one of those things where, you know, stuff just in, like, your life is just like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's, that's how you make your life is you pick little pieces from Mm -hmm. it. And I remember seeing that and being, like save away because I want my daughter to be like that like a oh, fucking badass who dude. is like can lean it was just one of those things that like I mean, we don't have that much of an age difference but mm-hmm. it was one of those things when um, I saw I was just like file that away because like that's cool shit and that's how I wanted to be I wanted these little girls to like my, my goal in life has always been to be like a role model for girls yeah. to not be the fucking basic Vegas bitch that everyone sees the fake eyelashes yep. fake hair fake t- yep. I got fake tits but you know what you can't even tell that they're, they're not big you can't tell. No, they're not aggressive. I just got them for me because I wanted to feel like a woman. That's it. I don't get shit to make other people happy. Oh, my God. Just <laughs> raise my kids if I ever have them. Seriously. Like, and when I did pageants, like, don't get me wrong. A lot of the girls were super cool, sure. super nice. Like, a lot of them come from money. And then a lot of them worked their asses off to be there. So, it's yeah. a, it a good spectrum of girls. But then... And there's also the super bitchy girls of mm. like, mm, I'm a pageant queen. Yeah. I'm going to be nice to your face, but fuck you. You know what I mean? And yeah. I was very like, I stuck to myself. I think the entire time I did pageants, I was friends with like a few girls, but I was never like, I don't think I keep in contact with actually any of them yeah. anymore to this day, which is fine. Like I have nothing against them, but I always wanted to be like, I'm going to be different. I'm not going to be like everyone else. Like 
the girls would come in for the photo shoots like we do group photo shoots yeah. everyone mm-hmm. would be like in dresses and super pretty and done up and i'd have like huff socks with weed on them yeah. I, I didn't smoke weed but i thought they were super cool i'd wear those with like a pair of vans uh, but like a plaid flannel buttoned up all the way to the neck oh like a chola man. all the way up is <laughs> yeah. the best and then like a flat brimmed hat but my makeup would be super pretty and my hair would be done but I'd look like a, like a skater boy that's amazing <laughs> and I was Holy like hell. that's so cool why not yeah and I don't know I just like always wanted to be different and like the girls would be taking turns and I'd take my longboard out of my car and go skate around yeah. where we'd be doing shoots and stuff and I always try to like not be like everyone else yeah because like everyone is the same nowadays and it it, it does feel like it's gotten worse oh oh god nowadays you know especially i mean born and raised in vegas mm-hmm. well i was born in roseville sacramento but i moved okay. here when i was like three months old so vegas yeah. born and raised, <laughs> raised. <laughs> but yeah, i mean i have to agree i, I feel like the mold has gotten oh yeah more people are getting poured through it than ever and you see the same thing it's one of the many reasons like i stopped dating apps or like i use them like occasionally Mm -hmm. but like they all look the same oh dude yeah i don't know what it is is it like you're all striving for the same weird i think like my biggest thing is so i'll go on instagram and i'll be scrolling through like popular pages Mm -hmm. or like all i I follow some club girls because i know them and i'll click on their friends profiles and i'm like fuck she's so gorgeous she's so pretty yeah she doesn't even have makeup on and she looks flawless but no one knows that she has her lips done she has her eyelashes done her hair isn't fake her fucking lashes aren't real nothing on her is real but like i still look at that and i'm like damn why am i not that pretty why don't i look that good and i get super down on myself about it and it's like it's super hard to be like a younger woman and not fit the standard of what everyone looks like nowadays Mm -hmm. it's super hard especially like oh no i'm confident like yeah you're confident but then when you constantly have this like image of like what you should look like thrown at you it kind of is like fuck man it's hard and so you want to try to keep up like that yeah but then i like come back to reality i'm like no fuck that i like a pep talk with myself Mm -hmm. and i also have an amazing boyfriend who he 100 percent, i look like shit in the morning and he's like you're the most gorgeous woman i've ever seen every morning when he like leaves for work he's like that's perfect he's like you're beautiful you're perfect i'm like oh I love you. So it helps, you know? Yeah. And it's just super hard because you want, you see all these guys that hit on these women and leave the comments and they'll, well, she has 13,000 likes. Why don't I have that? Yeah. And it's like, well, I want that. So I'm going to do what she's doing and I'm going to look like that. And then you start comparing yourself to other people Mm -hmm. without knowing and. You just subconsciously do it. And next thing you know, you look like everyone else. I, man, that was a really good way to put it. I, I do say that I think that affects, well, I wouldn't. Okay, I, I say that it, I think that it affects women more than guys, but it definitely still affects guys. Because mm-hmm. there are absolutely times where I look at like my Insta and I, you know, pull stuff and I'm just like, man, I would look so much better if I had like this and that and the other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I know exactly where you're coming from. But um, so you've, and, and coming back to it, you've like, how do you, besides having an awesome boyfriend, which <laughs> seems like a killer guy, um, how else do you make sure you don't fall in that trap of becoming another person and staying the skateboarding pageant chick like how do you like <laughs> um honestly one foot in both worlds i just kind of say fuck everybody and i know mm-hmm. that's such a cliche thing to say but i really do i say fuck do. everybody and i yeah. do what i want and i'm i realize whenever i'm doing what i want to do i'm so much happier and yeah. it's like a self-realization of like what does and doesn't make me happy Sweet. you know what i mean absolutely and like 
I wake up in the morning and I fucking love myself. I love the shit I do. I think mm-hmm. it's super cool. And I like being the one percenter that doesn't do the shit that everyone else does. Yeah. I can easily go to fucking One Oak or whatever the other clubs are yeah. Friday night and go drink and cute little Snapchats on my tight ass dress and shit. Or I can go to Takamoto Tuesday with all my boys mm-hmm. and these kick ass girls who ride and have fun and not have to look any certain way and yeah. just drink a beer and have tacos and have fun. I love this. So let's <laughs> circle back to the very beginning and yeah just um so far all the listeners know your name and how cool you are so let's start with the beginning so you're born in california you moved to 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 vegas mm-hmm. um you've been vegas entire life yep what is that like <laughs> man well, i mean you technically don't have anything to compare it to because you've yeah. just been in vegas but like i would probably i wouldn't want to raise a kid out here let's say okay. that much yeah because and if i did they would not be in the public school system okay no fucking way okay. I, so like growing up we talked about comic books before this started yeah yeah we we're talking yeah so i grew up a super nerd like i loved anime mm-hmm. loved manga watched all the shows late night oh, on yeah. adult swim of the anime like one piece everything i loved oh, yeah. it and <laughs> so through elementary school i was like super quiet weird just whatever i was weird i played sure. soccer did yeah. all that and then middle school I was like this goth kid that only shopped a Hot Topic. Love it. And <laughs> I like took my mom's Halloween lipstick and put it on the oh, all black. Man. Oh, you, it sounds cool, but like I got so bullied in school. Like, really? you have no idea. There'd be times like, so super different, super weird. Mm. And then I think sixth grade or seventh grade. So, sixth grade, I had to leave my school because I got bullied so much. I got beat up so much and i'd get in fights all the time so it sounds like the beginning of like a superhero arc and <laughs> i wish now that i look at it you are okay continue okay. And, I'll, and i'll come back to this okay thought. so like sixth grade i got beat up a lot and i like got in a lot of trouble just because i was different and i was weird yeah. and, and you, didn't, you, you just know, wanted to be you just didn't fit in anywhere i yeah. remember oh my god i remember i wore a green day in a simple plan t-shirt to school and everyone's like green day's fucking gay uh, those t-shirts are for faggots like boys would pull on my shirt and be like why the fuck are you wearing that stupid band Jesus shirt Lord. and i bought them in like a size large and i'm little yeah. and so they were baggy on me and i just remember that it just came back to me god kids are fucking dicks yes they seriously <laughs> so are. mean so then i had to leave that school and i started at a new school um for seventh grade year mm. and i was friends with these girls and they ended up not being like good type of people turning mm. their backs on me being the type of girls that like smoke and drink and yeah. like have sex with boys already and i was like dude super I young yeah. like even i didn't like i i don't know i just didn't do any of that shit mm-hmm. i was like everyone be smoking cigarettes and stuff and i was so scared of my mom and dad finding out that i didn't do anything i just hung out with them and um i remember i broke my leg and i was in a wheelchair for a while in seventh grade because i had a cast on my toe to my foot and this one girl, Courtney Sandy, I believe her oh, name was. Sorry, hold on really quick. You get a cast from your toe, toe to, to your... my thigh. Okay, you said toe to your foot. All right, toe like... to my thigh, sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> toe to my thigh, so it made me go in the wheelchair yeah, for like a couple months. Yeah, like a full months. leg. Mm-hmm. Damn, it okay. sucked. And I remember this girl, I used to be friends with her. She started a rumor that I hated Mexican people. And I was like, what the fuck? I've never said that. So these chola girls would come behind me and kick my fucking wheelchair, try to tip it over, throw food and throw paper at me, try to constantly just like flip my wheelchair over, like fucked up shit. Jesus. And then finally when I got a half cast, I was on crutches, I'd have girls like push me into lockers, 
Like I got <laughs> I got thrown in a trash can one time. Like fucked up shit that you like see in a movie that's like, yeah. oh, it's not real life. No, it like all happened to me. And I remember my mom would pick me up from middle school so many times and I'd like have a black eye or mm-hmm. my face would be bruised and I'd be crying. And then I got in trouble because like I was fighting back and defending myself yeah, yeah, just because I was different. Like I didn't listen to fucking rap music. I, I listened yeah. to like Stone Sour on my <laughs> MP3 player because my dad had me listen like Mudvayne and yeah. fucking all this cool shit. And no one listened to it and people were just super mean to me. So this is, like I said, an absolutely like the beginning arc of a superhero. <laughs> so think of where, think of that seven, like that seventh grader and then like, what would you tell that seventh grader now? Like looking back with like the badassness that you've accomplished and. I wish I could tell her that it would be okay, but like yeah. I was so, I was so depressed back then. Like yeah. a kid in middle school shouldn't be like wanting to kill themselves and like mm-hmm. miserable because kids are mean to her. And like, I wish I could tell her it was okay, but like. I don't think it would have made a difference even back then. Well, maybe it was for the better that you continued your arc because you're at where you are now. Oh, 100%. I think if I didn't go through any of that shit, I probably wouldn't be where I am now. Like, at all. And it's funny, I've, like, through Facebook and social media, you can keep up with people. I've seen a lot of these girls who were mean to me back in the day, and their lives are just kind of... that's the best revenge and I'm just like man I remember when you girls are so fucking mean to me it's funny now because on social media oh you're so pretty you're doing so good Mm. I'm so happy for you I'm like really you fucking bitch Mm. I remember when you were so mean to me you're just like nope thanks though it's so funny how the tables turn yeah seriously that's incredible what was it Frank Sinatra said the best um the the best revenge is massive massive success mm-hmm. and that's I mean you you're you're freaking on the way so you <laughs> high school pageants what was next so high school was <laughs> not that good either oh, so man. that was just middle school okay that was only a short period so high school my freshman year I played soccer for twelve years okay I broke my leg during yeah. soccer mm-hmm. and then I went back into soccer and then I was doing a tryout for Shadow Ridge mm-hmm. and I was doing the practice tryouts with the varsity team so I was like pretty much like I knew I'd have a spot I was doing really well well one day I asked the coach I was like can I go get a drink of water yeah and he's like sure I grab all my shit leave the soccer field and I go into the wrestling room and I was like hey I want to try out for wrestling and I just fucking did it. And I quit soccer and I went into wrestling. And how'd you do there? Uh, kind of shitty, but I loved it. Yeah, still. And I wasn't I wasn't nowhere near the best, but I loved it. And I thought it was super cool. And I like just randomly last minute decided to do things. <laughs> and I just changed from doing soccer and I started wrestling. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. That's amazing. So, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. no I said that that is amazing. <laughs> did you have to go through the whole like I don't want to wrestle a girl thing, or did they have a girls and guys wrestling? No, nope, I was the only girl on the team. I wrestled that's, guys. That's awesome. I got my ass kicked a lot, and my coach was a sexist pig back in the day because. So I was. If you know anything about wrestling, there's like weight classes, mm-hmm. and I, there's 103, 112, and 119. That's my rage. Sure. I was super small, like 105 pounds, so I should always be a 103. Yeah. My coach would put me at 112 and 119, and I would wrestle these guys that are bigger than me because we had no one else on the team that was that size. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, well, we have a better 103 that's better than you, and he's gonna win. So you're gonna get your ass kicked at 119." In the one time I was at a 103, I won due to yeah. a pin, and it's like. If I was actually at my right weight class, I probably would have done good. You killed it. Man. Yeah. Well, that's annoying. So I I wrestled, and then 
I dated a guy on the wrestling team, mm-hmm. I think for maybe a month. It was like my first, one of my first boyfriends. And these girls who I was friends with started uh, MySpace about me and said, like, basically Photoshop my picture with a dick in it. This is a freshman girl in high school. Great. Gave all my information to these creepy guys around the city. Mm. Told them where I live, where mm-hmm. I go to school. And um, said I was fucking everyone on the wrestling team. And uh, I remember I was already getting bullied that year just dealing with shit. And I remember we were in, like, a science class. <coughs> and I approached one of the girls. Yeah. And I started screaming and yelling at her. And one went to punch me, and she missed, and I fucking knocked her in the face, and yeah. she just fell. And then you put her in a wrestling lock, and I wish. She tapped. By the time that <laughs> happened, the hall monitor was there, pulled yeah. me out of class, and the dean, who was my wrestling coach at the time, yeah. Andy, you can't be fighting. I'm like, you son of a bitch. They have a fucking MySpace about me. My mom printed it out, brought it in, and it was still my fault for fighting. So had to leave that school. It was done. Couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Like, no more fighting for you. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out. And uh, then my mom, dad, and I, half, a little bit halfway through that year, we lost our home, and yeah. we didn't have anything. How, how'd you lose your home? Uh, so when, the, when everything crashed, oh, okay. mm-hmm. I forgot when that was. But yeah. we used to have a super nice house, and basically we were kind of homeless for a while. Didn't have any place to go. I stayed with like a guy I was seeing for like a little bit, but his parents were shit. Yeah. So I had we had nowhere to stay. We just Man. had like, yeah, we lost everything. So that was for like a summer and a year or something. Mm-hmm. It was I can't remember, but we had nothing. We lost everything. Had no home, so that sucked. But, can I can I ask what your parents do? Um, my dad was in construction, and my mom was a stay at home mom. Okay, cool. So. Yeah, when was, construction dries up, that's, yep. It was done. So mm-hmm. he lost everything. We lost everything. We had no home. So I had to be homeschooled for my sophomore year mm-hmm. because I didn't have a home. I didn't have a school. I didn't yeah. have anywhere to go. So I had to be homeschooled my sophomore year. What was that like? It sucked yeah. because I went through this online academy and they didn't count any of my credits. At all? I didn't know that till my senior year. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, man, I'm stoked. <laughs> like, it sounds like a long story, and I'm sorry for anyone that's listening. That's no, like no, no, no. I, I, what I wrote down was that I, I already know what the title of this podcast is going to be. It's <laughs> going to be called The History of Andy V. Oh, man, that's awesome. Right? And that's no, cool. <laughs> let's, let's keep it. Because I, I think that's the one thing that, that I got to say. Um, when you look at social media specifically, mm-hmm. Mike, you, you often, and I do this, and I used to to work in the industry you often forget like that there's a person behind this post yeah there's a person behind this gorgeous sunset there's a person by so it's it's one of those things that like again eight years we've been friends and as you know especially through (laughs) facebook that's as much as we've known but like again this is your history this is what other people you can point people to this and be like if you want a quick 101 course about me here you go boom yeah. Listen up. <laughs> Bam. Anyways, so. So yeah, I was shitty sophomore year. Homeschool, doing all blah blah blah, did all that stuff, and um, that summer of my sophomore year, uh, we finally got a house. Long story short, had my first job. I was the only one working in my family. Mm-hmm. All my paychecks went to my mom and dad, and we used the last of our money to get into this house that we're yeah. in now. Yep. But um, uh, I started doing the wrestling team at Desert Oasis, which is a high school I graduated from. Yeah. And that was, like, awesome. The team was super cool. I met one of my best friends in the world, Reese, there. And him and I are still friends to this day. That's awesome. Which is amazing. Yeah. And um, 
then I ended up going to DO and that was the fucking best high school experience ever so I kind of went from like super shitty year being picked on being bullied like being homeless having to be homeschooled to like starting the school junior year and I ended up being like top dog at that school I ended up being like the most popular kid which is so crazy because like I was like fuck no I was a loser my whole life like no one liked me I had no friends like I remember being on soccer team and like girls would have sleepovers and I was the one that wasn't invited Mm. I was always just like the odd Mm. kid out because it was just different and weird Mm -hmm. couldn't help it and um well no you wanted to do what you wanted to do and that was different than anyone else (laughs) and then I just ended up going to that school and started partying and hanging out. My mom was cool as shit. She let me have parties at the house. Very cool. Which was yeah. awesome. And I'd, I'd much th- rather you go to, a, you know, uh, I'd much rather you party with the parent home. Exactly. Than watching little kids go and, and making stupid, stupid mistakes. Getting drinking, yeah. driving. So, no, that's, I, there's always one in every group and every one in every community. So, you know, cheers yeah. to all those cool parents out there. And that was my mom, 100%. Perfect. She's the shit mom's coolest lady ever and so basically it's kind of how i gained my popularity is yeah. like we'd have kickbacks mm-hmm. and like little parties at my house and before you know it every week it's like andy when's the party at your house party at your house and people still to this day talk about the graduation party and the halloween party we had at my house that's, that's amazing. I and love that. god like 300 people plus at my house and it that's was awesome. the gnarliest fucking party <laughs> i can't remember was it the halloween party or what we had one part, and that's how I gained my popularity, was oh, yeah. just being the party chick. Uh, bringing stuff up, yeah. And everyone was like, you're so cool, I love it. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, mom, we're going to keep doing this. Yeah, and she's like, fine, as long And me and all my buddies always cleaned up the house, always cleaned the backyard. So yeah. as long as it was clean and kept well, my mom didn't care. That's awesome. And we've had the cops come a lot of times mm-hmm. before, and sure. mom answers the door, and they don't say shit. Yeah. It's awesome. It's just like, they're under my purview. And I remember the Halloween party... We put the pictures on Facebook. There's alcohol. I got the basketball, football, cheerleading, and I think like volleyball team in trouble. Sounds about right. From the all yeah, the yep. pictures. Oh yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Oh, and it was so funny and epic. And like they tried to bring the the cops tried to come to my house. My mom's like, I don't know what you're talking about. What we don't we don't know how to party here. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> We even had one time where, like, the cops came in, and one of the cops was a kid's dad that was at the party. So it was, like, super funny, and they lined them all up in front of our house. And my best friend, Strahina, they're saying, they were telling the kids to say the alphabet backwards, and he turns around, he says, you say the alphabet backwards. And he's a fucking kid! And now, he's amazing. a cop now, too, which is so funny. Oh, that's the best. And I was like, dude, do you ever tell your buddies that story? And he's told a few, and it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. But we did that, gained popularity, had yeah. fun. Yeah. Then my senior year came, and I had nine credits. Because was, that you had an entire sophomore year. And I didn't know. Shoot. And I didn't finish my freshman year, because mm-hmm. halfway through, I had to leave the school. Okay. And then my junior year, I partied so much, so I yeah. got bad grades. So I was a non-graduating senior. And okay. then for three months, I did early bird ske- I did early bird classes, full schedule, late bird classes, adult ed, AIS and volunteer work. Okay. I caught up all my credits in three months. That's insane. And graduated with my class. Holy crap. So when people say that like they haven't graduated because I don't have one or two credits, I tell them to go get fucked. Yeah, you're just like, no, I can do an entire two years in three months. Mm-hmm. So. so I don't want to hear shit. My parents up, spent so much money for me to do that, to graduate. Because yeah. every class is like 50 bucks every 
credit, half credit, yeah. mm-hmm. and it totally added up. And I was like, holy shit. But yeah, that was high school, and it was fucking awesome. And I have the best friends in the world from high school for those last two years. So then during that whole time, was that also when we were doing pageants and motocross, or where did um, that fit in time-wise? I think, yes. My, scene, my junior, I think it was all during my junior and half my senior year. It's okay. all like kind of a... All in that yeah. time frame. It's a whole, yeah, mixed. No. All right, so then, then what? Because where I'm trying to get and where I'd love to get mm-hmm. by the end of this, and we're already half an hour in and we have a half an hour left. <laughs> um, so uh, where I'd love to get is you have an awesome presence on Instagram. Oh, thanks. You have a big following. <laughs> you um, tell your story. And, and, and I'd love to know how, like, that's for you guys. So what, what happened after high school? So after high school, actually, I'm sorry. I just remembered. I did no. the Miss this is, Nevada. Again, this is the history of Andy V. <laughs> you can talk about whatever you want. I did the Miss Nevada after high school. Okay. I think it was 19. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Gosh. But yeah, I did that after high school. So that that was after. Yeah. And then um, I kind of didn't know what I was doing. I figured by the time I was 20, 21, I'd move to L.A. and model full time. Yeah. And, do that because I was modeling a shit ton and I was like this is cool I like it it's easy let's do it Mm -hmm. and then I was a (laughs) a personal trainer quotations yeah big quotes at fitness 19 and I took a fucking online class that was an hour and I paid 80 dollars that honestly most of the fitness instructors I've met that (laughs) makes sense yeah (laughs) and I was like just bullshitting my way through it and I was like I don't know maybe I'll just be a trainer yeah and I think I was just turned 20 or mm-hmm. 21 no i wasn't 21 i'm sorry i think i just turned 20 barely i was just shy of that and i was working at fitness 19 in southern highlands and i see these firefighters come in and I'm okay like, damn and i saw this one guy running on the treadmill with his air pack i still remember him I'm like oh man it's badass like i want to be like that and i was in hardcore into fitness yeah and i was like man these guys are super respected like their work ethic whenever they come in here to train they yeah. bust their ass and i was like man that's that's really cool like and i ended up talking to one of the guys and i was like how do i become a firefighter how do i do what you guys do Mm -hmm. how do i have the work ethic and be someone like you told me what to do next week i'll sign up for everything that's amazing been on the path to fire and ems since and that's like three years now okay so i i have seen something that what's what's like that arc like and, and where are you there like what what do you have to do? Like, what's your goal with the fire and EMS? So the goal is to become a firefighter, yeah. but I want to be, I would like to be a paramedic before, but it would be better to do my basic and advanced EMT, yeah. then get hired, then have whatever um, department I'm with pay for my paramedic. Okay. So yeah. then, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Go to school for free. But um, I finished my EMT basic like mm. two years ago and I never took a national test. The national say so you're certified to work with an ambulance company. Okay. <clears throat> and I, I never took that test because I didn't really know. And when I was going through the schooling, I was just kind of like not there. I was yeah. half-assing it. I was like 19 just, yeah. or 20, just didn't really, no, I was 19, sorry, just didn't really be there. I was a 19-year-old, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, like you're not 100% that you're doing this. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. So being a typical 19-year-old and like thought I had my shit together, but I yeah. was like still distracted. And um, I finished that, never took my national test. So last year, mm-hmm. I did a refresher course, which was eight weeks, basically six months of work in eight weeks. Yeah. So I could retest at the end of that eight weeks. They're like, oh, you didn't need to take this. You still could have tested. 
And yeah. I was like, oh, oh thank you for telling me after I spent a thousand dollars. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. So um I did that and I went to retest while I was going through a shitty breakup as I was retesting yes. and that fuck boy ruined it for me. That's the best. Because he just sucked. <laughs> you are you are, as they say, a, a, a fan of the fuckboys. Oh god. Nah. <laughs> you and, already and know. By that I mean you have a very specific helmet sticker. That says no. The, my back patch. Oh, your backpack. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Your back patch. No fuckboys. Yep. So just imagine you have this sweet little, cute little thing on a motorcycle, just a big old, big old bike, and then just no fuckboys. It's awesome. On, on the back, I, I, it's amazing. That's it, It's the best visual. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, sorry. Continue. No, it's okay. And then he kind of like got my head and fucked me up for that, so I didn't pass the test. Okay. Well. Fuck myself. And then I actually went straight into my advance because the teacher at the school is like, okay, if you can pass within the next two months, you could stay in this advanced course yeah. and finish it out. And um, still, piece of shit was like messing with me. Yep. And I was, we finally broke up, thank God. And yep. that was over and done with. But I still wasn't focused mm-hmm. and failed it again. At that point, you're just like, yeah, fuck it. And then I had yep. to drop the advanced class because I didn't pass it in time. Mm-hmm. And then I took it one more time back in February and I failed it again. So now where I'm at, thankfully to Jacob, Jacob is my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to start at CSN and I'm basically going to start the whole thing with EMS over. Okay. Because yeah. I'm in a much better mindset. I'm in a healthy yeah. relationship. I'm not doing anything stupid. Like I know what I want. So. And hopefully on August 8th, we're going to like sit at my computer and just wait for our class to open. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. And then I've been testing for fire for about three years. I've taken four or five tests. Yeah. And my test scores are getting a little better. Not good enough to get hired. Mm-hmm. But now I have an idea of like how I want to go about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so that totally makes sense. Still focused on it. Still doing it. It's just, it took me a little bit of time to realize how badly I want it. And yeah. Why I want it. Yeah. So, yeah, what's the why behind it? That was actually going to be my next question. Um, I just realized, like, nothing... I don't know. I can't... I wish I could explain it how I feel. With fire, a lot of people, they're like, oh, I want to go into fire to be a firefighter, to fight fires. Yeah. Like, like there's so much more behind it. It's a sense of community. It's a mm-hmm. brotherhood. It's mm-hmm. a sisterhood. Mm-hmm. It is being there for one another. It's being there for people that you don't even know. Yeah. It's being selfless, but it's always having your own back and having yep. your brothers back. And hundred percent. It's it's a lifestyle. It's and I think being with my boyfriend, he's a firefighter for Clark County. Oh, very cool. So okay. it's very cool. And yeah. being around him and hearing what he tells me, the training, the work ethic, the school everything it's it's what i want to be it's what i want to be a part yeah. of so i've never really seen something that i'm 100 percent like this is what i want to do and when i just talked to the guys at the gym when i first started like, it there it is yeah it yeah. just clicked for me and that's I was amazing like, this is what i want to do you volunteer your time you help others in need you do mm-hmm. everything and anything you can and it's awesome that's crazy so Going back to to the training, that's um, played a big part in what I feel is you growing your your social following, mm-hmm. because you are straight up Miss CrossFit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. That yeah. Was, um, and actually, you know one of my closest friends. Who? Parker. Oh yeah, I used to go to the gym with him. He's so cool. Super cool. Love. Shout out to Parker. Parker yeah. was actually on the show a couple days ago. I saw that. I saw you guys yeah. take the picture. I was like, oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. No, we'll take one too. Um, <laughs> but um, so he's lost a shit ton of weight. 
He yeah. looks incredible. He looks awesome. He looks great. Um, so why CrossFit? And <laughs> is there because it does not get the best rep, and it's yeah. like lacrosse. I feel like it gets that bad rep because it's you know filled with people who don't know how to clearly explain mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, like lacrosse gets that same like you're just like mm, I'm just gonna pretend you're a dick because that's yeah. what they're on TV. <laughs> Anyways, so you get to defend right now mm-hmm. CrossFit. Okay. Go for it. Why CrossFit over blank? So when I was working out by myself, I had no idea what I was doing. Sure. I didn't know what type of weight I was doing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the type of workouts I should be doing. I figured if I'm sore, fuck it. I'm going to push it and I'm going to keep yeah. doing it. Sore means good, right? Yeah. Like, and I was like, that again. great, I'm just going to get bigger and stronger and I'm going to eat every carb in sight. And <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. You know what yeah. I mean? I just, I got big mm. and I got... Like I got like creatine big. Do you know that? Like, like where it's like yoked and like the, just like water weight yeah. and like f- like fluffy big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how yep. I got. And unfortunately, I started CrossFit because an ex got me into it. Sure. Which sucks for him, but like, yeah, for thankful him. <laughs> for him because it got me into that, which is cool. Yeah. But um. I was like, oh, fuck that. CrossFit's gay. That sucks. And I always, like, I have the mindset. Oh, yeah. It's just one of those mindsets where you're just like, "Mm, CrossFit sucks. Yeah. Like, (laughs) oh, God. CrossFit life, bro. And I'm like, that. no, it's lame. And then I did it, and I was like, whoa. You're just like, wait a minute. This is super cool. So the cool thing about it is, like, so you have certain workouts, but they're only, like, they can range from five minutes to 25 minutes. Yeah. Maybe 30 minutes if it's, like, a crazy workout. And everything's isolated, so it's like we're gonna do upper body, we're gonna do mm. legs, and it's very controlled movements. And now, if you go to a CrossFit gym and you're just like, oh, throw the weights, ah, well, yeah, people are being stupid. But if you have good coaches, good trainers, yeah. and good people around you, they're gonna tell you, okay, I know you think you're super strong, but we're gonna take it down 20 pounds so you can do the movement correctly, so you can do more mm-hmm. okay. and not hurt yourself. And that's what I really liked was super cool is the gym that I used to go to. They were actually really good about that. Mm-hmm. And they worked with me and they helped me. And I got super strong. And I thought it was awesome. And I did all these things I never thought in a million years I could do. Yeah. Like, you see me lifting on my yeah. Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, doing like 100 plus pounds of cleans and snatches. And I'm like, this is amazing. And you're just like, that's an insane amount of weight. That- right. And it's what I like about CrossFit is that... It's kind of a community, and yeah. everyone supports each other. Like, the gym I used to go to, I fell out of because I had a bunch of bullshit drama sure, there. Sure. Yeah, of course. So, like, that was no that that was no bueno for me towards yeah. the end of it over there. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, it was pretty cool, and everyone was super nice. And now I go to a different gym, and it's awesome, and everyone pushes each other. Yeah. And it's cool. Like, yeah, that's that sense of community you don't see driving by when you just see people trying to flip a monster truck tire. And you're just like, is that CrossFit? I don't want to do that. Yeah. I, I like that there's a deeper level to it. So and it's that's like you do all these crazy movements because like going to the gym every day and lifting dumbbells mm-hmm. gets boring. Mm-hmm. So that's why they do all like when you're flipping a tire, you're using your it's back same, and your yeah. chest and your biceps and like you're using your legs as well. It's like a full body workout. Yeah. And it's, it's just cool. It's like a new level of working out. And it like... It takes people to this level that they never thought they could be at. That's awesome. Okay. All right, you did a good job. That was good. I really think you got to try it, like, to understand it. It's hard okay. to explain. Still, I feel like. still, you, you you did a good job explaining. It. Okay, cool. Well done. Well done. Um, so, are you still doing any of the modeling stuff? Is that still stuff that's like? No, 
I just kind of stopped and fell off. Yeah. I, um, well, I mean, the EMT, I, I have to imagine, is not an easy process. Yeah, and that's, like, so. full-time. And so when I was modeling, I was, like, really, like, half-naked most of the time mm-hmm. and, like, super sexualized yeah. and, like, ooh, like, look at me. I'm naked on, on bed. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Which is well, cool. Yeah. And I was younger. I was, like, fucking 16, 17, 18, 19, doing all that shit. But, um... I kind of realize I don't want to be looked at that way. Yeah. I don't want to be naked on social media. Mm-hmm. I don't want these fucking random dudes to see me half naked all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. I just don't want to be looked at like that. Yeah. So I was like, no, fuck it. I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. I 100% get that. So what would you classify your social as? Like, what would you like? Just me. Just you. Oh, that's the best way to put it. Yeah, I have no category. I literally post whatever i want and i don't do it for satisfaction of others i do oh, it because man. i want to post it yeah this is what i'm doing this is mm-hmm. what i want to put i love that like if i'm going to post a picture of my boyfriend and you don't like it fuck you unfollow me whatever i'm post a picture on my bike one day and then it's doing something social. the next day okay let's exactly. talk about that because i definitely want to get and i feel like that's <laughs> going to take some time um you got into cycling motor motorcycle i, I don't say motor boating motor boating motor boating <laughs> we went from Never mind. I the, the the process is there. We went um for motor biking, motor cycles. There you go. Jesus Christ, you um, fucking look awesome on a bike, Thanks, dude. And that's not the purpose of getting me. How did you get into motorcycles back in the motocross days? Oh, so like, why'd you pick up a motorbike, and how did that get to what you're riding now? So you're gonna notice a lot. I I just say fuck it for a lot of things uh, and just do it. That's yeah. how I am. So. I've been riding my whole life, and I grew up on quads and dirt yeah. bikes and everything. So ever yeah, since same. I was little, yeah. I was on them. And then I got an 85, and which is like a small Suzuki, little mm-hmm. 85 bike. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to race. Mom, let's go race. And my dad wasn't around at the time. He was doing his other stuff. And um, mom backed me up 100%. That's awesome. And Good job, mom. I said, fuck it. And I started racing, and dad supplied the bikes for me. And I just got into yeah. it and I started yeah. racing and then, um, so, and, and I believe this is, uh, I, I have, I remember moments in people's, especially socials really good for that. Mm-hmm. I remember at one point you stopped racing women and you started racing the guys cause you, you were just destroying the girls. Oh no, I was terrible. No. Yeah. What I was wasn't it? that good. So I was good enough to like being like, Oh, friends know me. I was, I really wasn't that good. I just raced cause I had fun. Whenever I raced the guys, it was just, to race them yeah, like just okay. to do a race because like in vegas it's not really a big women's riding community um, so you have to race the men kind of okay. like wrestling like um, it's yeah. not a big wrestling community you yeah. have to wrestle the men so i really wasn't that good like i came in last a lot of times but there's sometimes i came in third yeah you know what i mean it just depended on the girls and whenever i went to california those girls were phenomenal been racing like literally yeah. racing since they were like two years old but i just did it because i had fun that's awesome i did so yeah how did you take the like the you know suzuki to what you're riding now which i, I don't want to presume <laughs> so i went from the 85 i went to a 125 yep. i wrecked the 125 and that's torn apart my garage right now. I've been <laughs> saying I'm going to rebuild it for six years now. I don't even know if it's going to happen. And then I moved up to a 250 two-stroke, mm-hmm. which is what I'm on now. Okay. And um, I broke my wrist last time I was on it. And broke. I've broken some ribs. Mm. I've gotten, like, concussions. Almost yeah. broke my neck one time. And I was like, dude, I'm not good enough to be breaking all these bones. I'm yeah, just going to stop. Like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Not enough reward for this. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I stopped racing, yeah. kind of focused on school and all that stuff. And then back in January of last year, so I've always wanted a motorcycle my yeah. entire life. I'm like, fuck, that's my dream. Yeah. Be a badass chick on a motorcycle. Hell yeah. And 
I think my ex and I broke up like fuck i think three days before that yeah and i was like dude fuck you you're a piece of shit like always held me back i felt like never really supported me in what i wanted to do yeah so i said fuck it went to the harley dealership said that's a bike i'm gonna get and i bought it that's just like that that's amazing so then you (laughs) you built that thing to be like an extension of you yes 100 percent. added stuff to it yeah so i got a big three foot sissy bar on the back which is awesome and then i raised my bars about two inches higher and then i changed all my lights to where they smoked out and then once i um i'm not licensed yet i don't have my class motorcycle license maybe maybe you should have not said that but that's okay it's like it's a realistic thing people do it all the time out here you know what i mean but once i do get that i'm gonna put uh six overs on the front so basically you know like those easy riders where they're like kind of longer in the front yeah not like that intense not like the stupid no it's just gonna be a little bit more forward so then i'm like up when i'm riding yeah and then i put a new seat on the back so i can have someone on the back and Mm -hmm. then i have a little no worries it's fine and then i have a little back cushion to support me yeah that's it. That's but it's amazing. Sweet. <laughs> That's amazing. And you've done some long ass trips mm-hmm. on that thing. Yeah. I went to, I think it was not even a month ago, I rode out to California. Rode out to California with one of my girlfriends, and mm-hmm. it was rad as fuck. I was like working Born Free, which is a motorcycle show up in California. Ir- Irvine? Irvine? Yeah, I had another friend. Oh, um, I had another friend, Melissa, go there. Oh, really? Uh, Born Free. She She's a tattoo girl. She oh, it's for badass. Selling. Hell yeah. Yeah, she was selling tattoos, and she, I think she was there doing Born Free stuff. I think they had stuff. a booth out there. I can't remember 100%, yeah, no, but probably. But yeah. yeah, so I rode out to work that, and um, and then I was staying in Huntington. So I'd ride from Huntington yeah. all the way to Irvine Lake, like three times back and forth. I and mean, then my last day there, I was supposed to wake up at 3 a.m. to leave, so I would beat the heat. Yeah. Woke up late, like today. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> it happened. And I ended up leaving at 7.30, and I didn't get home till 1.30. Mm. And I had heat stroke, and I was super sick and miserable. Mm. Luckily, Jacob gave me an IV and took care of me. That's insane. But I was riding through the heat, and I had ice bags on my handlebars. And as soon as the ice bag would get low, I had, like, a loose T-shirt. I'd stick it under my shirt and roll my shirt in so my pants and everything would soak. It would just be, like, and soaking then I had, with yeah, ice water. Yeah, and then I had burns on my body from the cold so i was like fuck i'm super hot and i'm burning yeah but it was super gnarly like i feel kind of badass saying like i rode through the heat yeah but yeah it was awesome that's incredible that reminds me of like i i'm just picturing um what was that motorcycle what was like the classic motorcycle movie um oh man oh wow this is killing me Ah. like the one where they go from minnesota to oc um, mm. You know what? Was it before? My, it's not before my time, is it? It's yeah, it's a very old movie. Oh, then I might not know. <laughs> oh shoot! Um, Easy Rider. Excuse me. Oh, a, have you seen Easy Rider? I've never actually seen okay. it. Mm-mm. So definitely see Easy Rider. Um, it it it's they're talking about um, they go from Minnesota to like OC and. Mm. It's like the whole cross-country oh, trip. And it's very much what I just was picturing as you were saying that, like a, like a remade, just two chicks hitting like oh, the... Oh, that's cool shit. Think about it. Um, funny story, Easy Rider magazine, mm-hmm. um, my uh, ex's father started that. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So he, um, his name was, uh, Mr. Blair, he was a badass. And 
one of the first times I met him, he drove me past the Hells Angels house and was just like, Ooh. I'm a member. And I was just like, damn it, cool. <laughs> Good to know, sir. <laughs> damn it, Mr. Blair. Um, no, she was super cool. We, I don't know. We broke up, and then we became really good friends, and then we drifted apart because I moved. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, he was, like, the dude who's, like, cemented getting mo- like getting a motorcycle. I, I, I got my dream car, so that's next. But, that's um, awesome. So what's, what's next? So the bike, like, I feel like so much is, like, an awesome amalgamation of what's not normal. <laughs> and I, I mean that in the nicest way. Because you have, like, you have the fitness where it's about you. You have, like, your loving boyfriend that we see a lot on your search, um, your bike. Um, so what's one thing that if you could tell all of your followers about you? Because, again, you, you have a, a big following. Uh, kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, look at her being humble. It's cute, everybody. I don't know. I don't like to say that, like, oh, no, yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, you that you, know. you do. Okay. I'll take I'm it. I'm telling you that okay. you do. You're like, thank you. It is okay. a fact. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, you, don't, you don't have to be humble. It's, it's fine. So what's one thing that you would tell everybody about you? Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like there's really nothing that people don't know. Yeah. I don't keep anything secret i don't really hide anything that might be one of the reasons you have so many followers yeah you're one of the realest chicks i know i don't really like fuck dude i wish i could say but like no that's you can dean french any dip this one that's fine (laughs) (laughs) um i i I do think you have a good amalgamation of just like you know fuck everybody i'm gonna do me and i think that's fresh (laughs) i don't think enough people do that i feel like everyone's so stuck in like one category like if you're if you're a crossfit fitness chick you're gonna stay that or if you're a sexy fitness chick who sells the teas and the protein bullshit you're in this category or if you ride you only ride and you stay in this or if you do fire you only do fire stuff yeah blah 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 blah, blah, like everything or like if you like comic books like how we do like you're only a nerd you're nothing else like fuck that i'm everything and everywhere and i do whatever i want whatever if it makes me happy I'm going to do it. Love it. That's it. And if something makes you Love happy, it. do it. Who cares what anyone else thinks? It took me like, fuck, almost 10 years to get back to like my nerdiness, to like mm-hmm. geek out and have a boyfriend who says like, I love when you geek out and when you nerd Love out, it. it makes him happy. Like it took me so long to get back to that, to feel comfortable reading comic books and talking about anime and manga. Like what? I thought I'd get made fun of, and he thinks it's rad. That's amazing. We should have an episode where we bring, like, Parker, because he's a big comic nerd, and someone else, and we can talk comic. We, we should find another chick who's into comics. Hell yeah. And then we can have, like, a, an actual convo about it and what we should get into. That'll be another episode. I'm going to write that down before we <laughs> get. Um, okay, so I, I know that you said if you met seven, seventh grade you, you would just say keep going. Mm-hmm. What would you say to, like, someone else who's not as, I, I, I'm going to be totally blunt, who's not as strong as you? Yeah. Like, what would you say to someone else to, like, keep them pushing forward? Well, I hope that they just have supportive parents because yeah. honestly if it wasn't for my mom and dad like being there for me like mm-hmm. my dad wasn't 100 percent there for me but you know he's still in the background and everything but sure. like if i didn't have my mom there just supporting me and being there for me yeah. and like always my mom never tried to change me neither did my dad my dad shaped me into who i am sure. today whether yeah. we had like a bad relationship it's better now so that's mm-hmm. all that matters but they shape me who I am today. And hopefully you have supportive parents behind you yeah. because that's all you need. But if you don't have that, just find things that inspire you and motivate you and what makes you happy. That's all you have to do. And it's, yeah. 
it's hard to be the seventh grader that is into the geeky stuff or the weird stuff and it makes you super happy when everyone else is listening to fucking little yachty or whatever yeah. the hell this stupid yeah. ass shit is yeah. sorry i hate it no I, it's, it's i absolutely despise it it's dumb i agree so you're not the kid that doesn't doesn't listen to any of that or does the fashion or all the bullshit you just do whatever you like just I don't know, try and be friends with older kids or like yeah. like the way the just internet now. Like what you like. Yeah, just you can talk to, there's like forums and chat groups that you can talk to other people, yeah. connect with people on social media that has the same interests as you. Because mm-hmm. it's not like when you and I were in middle school, we couldn't do that. No, we were I only did. had the group around us. Yeah. So connect with other people that have the same interests and likes as you and just keep pushing. I know it's super cliche, but everything will get better. Nah, Eventually it always does. Yeah. Like, that makes total sense. All right, so we've covered <laughs> a shit ton. Is there anything <laughs> yeah, that I skipped, skipping around, that you want to talk about? Anything specific? I don't know, man. No? Did, like I, you, did I do a decent job I of think you covering kinda, most of it? Yeah, I think you kind of hit everything. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll take that. Um, everyone on the show gets one plug. One plug. One plug where you get to plug and promote anything you want. Except for your fitness tea. I don't want any of that on the show. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm saying, um, so anything you want, if you want to, like, I shout out, if you want to talk to me, at Josh the Weaver, all my social, hit me up if you have questions, if you want to get in touch with Andy, anything, like, let me know. What's one thing that you'd want to shout out? What's someone that's doing something awesome? Hmm. Your social, if you want people to follow you. Oh, well, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Andy Veronica. Mm -hmm. A-N-D-I-E-V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A. Just Andy Veronica. That's how it's spelled. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if I like, that's it. That's fine. Yeah. Harley Davidson's. Just shout out to Nice Boom. Bikes. Done, son. Good job, guys. Good job. <laughs> well, no, thank you so much for coming on Noodling with Josh. Again, of course. guys, this is not only the first podcast she's recorded. This will be the first she listens to. So, Woo! new fan. Yeah. Thank you again for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. Time to go to the comic book store. Yeah, comic book store. Let's go. Let's go. Bye. <laughs>